What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I saw a disturbing tweet from uh, Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee, uh, last night, and we've been texting each other back and forth about the Nord Stream pipeline. Did you know anything about this? No. Did anybody in the Senate know about this? No, nobody has been briefed on this. And he said, the problem is, I'm not sure if it's true or not. And that's a different position for a lot of Americans. We find ourselves in a situation where we don't know what's true. And if the media does a dogpile on this and says, oh, you know, it's not, it's just Russian disinformation. Do we believe the media? Who do we believe? There is, there is, there's a lot of stuff happening today where people are just grinding up the credibility of institutions, of our founding documents, of our, our whole society. The Democrats uh, want to pass a white supremacy bill. I want to give you the details of this. This thing is unbelievable. I'll give the details coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. The State of the Union is clearly a mess, as anyone watching the president's address, which was about 12 people, should be able to tell. Um, The... uh, State of the housing market uh, is surprisingly better than it than it uh, had been here for a while. If you've been thinking about buying or selling or both, now might be the time. If you have to sell, obviously now is the time. But I recommend having some help, and I'm talking about good help. I started a company a few years back, and it's a free service to you. I had dealt with all of the hassles that you deal with on trying to move, but I've done it so many times because I'm a radio gypsy uh, that I think I I think I moved like 12 times in 15 years and I I never I don't know what I'm doing with real estate agents and what how do I know you're any good well we, we blow up balloons and we put them on the you know the stop sign there it's open house oh okay I want somebody who's really capable the housing market getting back on its feet right now. Buy or sell if it's right for you and your family, but get the expert help at realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. All right. Uh, so let's let's start here, shall we? Um, college kids now are learning to snitch on each other through secret tip lines. This is Germany, West, I'm sorry, East Germany under the Soviets. They had the Stasi and they would, they, they got people to snitch on each other. That is the one thing that people always have said about America. They'll come over and they'll say, Americans are so nice and they're so trusting. Well, it's not that we were that trusting. It's that Europe wasn't trusting. Nobody trusted each other. Because for centuries, they've turned each other in for one reason or another. So keep it to yourself. Keep it in the family. What are you saying? Don't say. We're open because we've never had that kind of thing. So when George Bush first promoted, you know, hey, you see something, say something, call the White House snitch line. If you see something uh, that your neighbor is doing. No, I mean, if I see my neighbor and uh, he's 
you know, obviously something is wrong, I'll call the local police. Hey, can you just check this out? Um, but I'm not watching my neighbor and snitching on my neighbor. And that's what's happening right now. You know, people are being in college. You know, this dorm room number in this dorm room uh, had a sign that said all solicitors must be able to define the word woman. And then the campus, you know, PC police come. 79 complaints at the University of Connecticut. There's a bathroom that is uh, is being identified based on gender. Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, there was some verbal remarks directed at a uh, certain race and gender identity at this comedian that was on campus. <gasps> really? In Illinois, a student was reported for saying that there were only two genders and reportedly not wanting to live with a roommate who just makes stuff up in his head. That's not that's no longer acceptable. Meanwhile, to further curb speech, Sheila Jackson Lee has introduced the Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023. It is one of the most unconstitutional and radical pieces of legislation proposed in I don't know how many years. The Leading Against White Supremacy Act. It aims to prevent and prosecute white supremacy inspired hate crime and conspiracy to commit white supremacy inspired hate crime, blah, 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 blah. So if you engage in what is defined as white supremacy hate and you inspire a hate crime, well, if it was used in the planning, development, preparation or um, perpetration of any of the crime, you're responsible. And you go to prison, but they don't define exactly what white supremacy is and white supremacy crimes are. Okay, now seems like a problem, you know, maybe. Especially when you say there is no definition in the law of white supremacy ideology. And then, you know, the conspiracy provision it's, it makes it illegal to publish material that inspires a crime. So if I publish something and somebody read it, some lunatic, and they were like, oh, my gosh, I got to take this into my own hands. I'm going to go shoot down that Chinese weather balloon myself. This government would probably say that was a crime. And if they were white... And they're like, yeah, and I, white power. I could be prosecuted. You could be prosecuted. It doesn't matter if they're mentally ill or not. This is kind of a, a problem. Kind of a problem for millions of Americans. Now, this has all happened before. All of this has happened before. There is nothing new under the sun. The question is, are we going to learn from history and recognize the, the problems and recognize, did what did historically, what did people do? Did it work or did it not work? Did they do something or not do something? 
you can't just expect utopia to happen because utopia, you know, utopia is is uh, I mean, in a better world, it'd be a coloring book and it would be at best fiction. The word utopia actually comes from the 16th uh, century, and it was kind of a joke. Utopia, it came, you know, it was um, written by Thomas More, and he took the uh, Greek prefix for not or no and the suffix for place no place that's what that's what utopia means no place or nowhere get it so i think the uh, book by thomas more is a prediction of communism it takes place on a fictional island called utopia it's an island of slavery where poverty is cured by harmony Crime is solved by equity, private property, money, been abolished. Social classes have been unmasked for what they really are, a conspiracy of the rich. And Utopia, the island nowhere, achieved a complete equality of goods. Now, equality of goods, what they did was they just destroyed the meaning of all goods because everybody shares in Utopia. And to devalue currency, precious objects are treated like trash. People give diamonds to children instead of marbles. They have uh, chamber pots or toilets made of gold. And uh, even the chains on the slaves are made of gold. And traditional institutions mean nothing. Youth in Asia is common on the island of Utopia because nobody really cares about the value of anything, including human life. Utopians always claim to be humanist. I just want to do what's best for all humans. And they offer that utopian view. And again, it, it is the basis of Marxism and communism. And really, it's just all a lie, but it's a diversion. It's a delay tactic. Because people don't realize this is a lie until usually it's too late because it's a slow boil. Think of how you are accepting things now that you wouldn't have accepted 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. If I said men could have uh, babies, too, every liberal would have said not possible. What are you talking about? Well, that's what you're going to tell me in about 10 years. No, I'm not. That's ridiculous. That's not. You are now parroting and saying things that you know are nonsense. And I'm speaking to America in general. And people are saying right now, give me the power so I can make you powerful. Yeah. And the choice is always, it's going to be Armageddon. It's going to be, he's worse than Hitler. And, you know, that's, that's to say, he's worse than Trump. And Trump was worse than Hitler. Oh, wow. And what was Mitt Romney again? I mean, it's always a choice between utopia. We can't really define it, but we'll know it when we get there. And we can't tell you how we're going to pay for it, but it's all going to be sugar plum fairies and lollipops. It's wonderful. Or go ahead. You can roast in the fires of hell with Satan and Armageddon. Go ahead. And they convince us 
that the power of a nation should not belong to you. Everything belongs to you. Everything in your life, all of your thoughts, your actions, they belong to you. The things you have earned through merit belong to you. And if you've, quote, earned something without merit, if you've just inherited it, you don't really own it. You really, something becomes yours when you've earned it. But all that goes out a window. The power of a nation doesn't belong to people. It's stuff. It should all belong to the state. So people, one by one, historically speaking, hand all of their power over to the state. And then the state decides what its people should be, what they can say, what they can watch, what they can listen to. They define hate. You and I both know hate. We know hate when we see hate. We know love when we see love. I can tell you the difference between love and sex. There's a big difference. Love always wins. Sex doesn't always win. Utopians take the state and turn it into the brain of society and it controls everything. Now think of this, this is from the 1600s. Think of this. The state becomes the brain of society. With AI and all of the technology we have today, they are literally trying to be the brain of society and control everything and hold all of the power. It will do the thinking and deciding for everyone. In America, the first utopian was Woodrow Wilson, really. The one with real power, he used centralization and bureaucracy to make a collectivism that Americans had never seen before. And then he spread it in all the universities. He convinced Congress to give, hand them their power so he could use war and surveillance to make a world safe for democracy. FDR took the step even further. He said it would get rid of war altogether with a little help from Joseph Stalin. We've seen all of these things before, and America turned just in time. Will we this time? Because there's, there's one more example that we should learn from, and it is from China. But remember, China is the new model, according to all the global leaders, all of the big capitalist leaders, and all the leaders of the the world, including Joe Biden. China is the new model. Well, let me tell you how they got there in a minute. Sponsored by Preborn. You know, every once in a while, I get to give you good news. And here's some good news. Do you know how many babies you have saved? How many babies have been born just because of this audience? It's over, I think, 55 or 60,000 babies in the last 12 months were saved because of you. Because somebody, if it wasn't you, somebody, you know, maybe in the car next to you or the cubicle next to you. Somebody was listening to this program. They're like, I'm going to donate 28 bucks. That bought an ultrasound for a woman who had come into a clinic, 55,000 of them, assuming there's no twins. 
Uh, and uh, they walk in and they say, I think I'm going to have an abortion. They saw the ultrasound that cost 28 bucks. They didn't have to pay for it. And that made mom go, I'm going to, that's a baby. I'm going to keep my baby. That's what you have done. And you can do it for 28 bucks. You, you, I think it's 140 bucks. And what do you get? Six. I mean, you, you really can save a bunch of babies' lives. Do it once a month, $28. Be a hero. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Glenn and find out all the information. Preborn.com slash Glenn. Go there now. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, I want to talk to you about the great cultural revolution here. Like every good utopian, Mao started with ideas. I got ideas. Slogans, basically, that sound good, but don't really mean anything. See if any of these sound familiar to you. Before long, the slogans are truth. This is how he made every aspect of life political. That way, anyone who disagreed with him was conspiring against China, the great utopia. They weren't his opponents. They were the enemies of the people. This is why utopians always combine academia with the military. The academics dream up the new utopias, and the military forces people into those utopias. And Mao was really clever about this. He convinced people how they had a role in how things work. Your lives are political for a reason. This is how he got students to snitch on one another. Then get kids to betray their own parents, all in the names of the state. This is how you create a whole society of vigilantes. For Woodrow Wilson, he had the four minute men. That, that was his goons. For Mao, the Red Guards, young activists who served as his unofficial enforcers. In colleges, I just told you who the snitchers were, and they think they're doing good, just like these others did. The tech world, isn't that really the enforcer of the government now? One of the first utopians, one of the first utopians of the modern age really was Mao. He was the most prolific at death. They take power to destroy history. That's the first thing. They say the world as we know it, China as we know it, has to be replanned, reset, because everything you know is old, dusty, and no longer any good. At the start of the Cultural Revolution, the Red Guard led a campaign to eradicate the four olds. I want you to listen. Pesky four olds. The four olds that they had to get rid of the old customs. Christmas means nothing. Thanksgiving is a celebration of slavery. Fourth of July is a celebration. Get rid of the old customs, the, the old culture. You needed new habits and new ideas. The old history had to be swept away. The old guard had to be swept away. They started, believe it or not, by tearing down statues and changing the names of streets. 
Then they attacked anyone who tried to stop them. They destroyed people's homes. They publicly humiliated their opponents. And no one could stop them because people had already given Mao all their power. Before the long, the Red Guard was destroying cemeteries and factories and libraries and museums and temples. Wow, they were burning down their own cities. What happens is the same story over and over again. They want to reform the big institutions of society, but in the end, they only destroy the small institutions, family, church, private property. And they always start with the idea that you have a duty to the state and the group is more important than the individual. And if that individual is speaking out, they have to be shut down. That was only the first installment of Mao's genocidal reign. More tomorrow. Coming up next, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Talk a little bit about the goings-on of the week. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com next. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, the, the good old days when the biggest problem you had on retirement was I think Social Security is going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go bankrupt. Nobody's going to admit it. And we're just going to dance around and kick the can down the road till there's no can left or no feet, actually. Now there's 50 different ways where you could get to retirement age and have nothing to show for it. One of the big threats is the economic destruction of our money. I mean, our, our money is... You know, inflation doesn't mean that prices are just going up. It means the dollar is going down. Okay, we need to build a hedge against insanity. And many times that is gold or silver. Please, Goldline is there to provide an education first on how to use precious metals, gold and silver to protect your retirement. They're offering free metals delivered directly to your front door with every qualified self-directed IRA transaction this month. It's a huge special. Call Goldline right now. Take advantage of the IRA special, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them. They're waiting for you now, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe to The Blaze. The Blaze, I've got an incredible guest on today's podcast. We'll tell you about it in a minute. Hey, if you haven't already gone to glenbeck.com, get access to the research from last night's Wednesday night special all about artificial intelligence. It includes the videos that come from China. I mean, it is it's some spectacularly spooky stuff. It really is. You can find it now at glenbeck.com and get ahead of this. Be able to teach this to your friends on what is on our doorstep. Uh, You can also, when you sign up for the newsletter, you'll not only get that as a bonus today, but you will also get my show prep every day. You'll get about 60 to 80 stories sometimes that I think are important, but really only about 15 of them will make it on the air. Um, But they're all worth reading. Uh, And you can find that and get that free at glenbeck.com. Last night, I got a text from uh, Mike Lee. It said, uh, check my Twitter feed. So I did. If false, slander, if true, war. And it was the story about how we may have blown up the the Nord Stream pipeline. I wrote to him right before I came on the air 
today and I said, you know, so what do I tell the people? And, and he said, I would tell your audience, we don't know whether or not this is true. Um, loan author writing on Substack, relying on a single store source isn't good, but it's we, we have no confidence either way. Is it true? I don't know. But if it's true, it's a real problem, a huge, quoting, huge problem of epic proportions. Plus, who, who else might have done this? Who else had the capacity? Mike will be joining me tomorrow to uh, flesh that out. But I wanted to get Bill O'Reilly on to see if he has an initial take, because I think this is all about the loss of the press and credibility. We don't know who to believe and what to believe. Bill, welcome. Beck, I'm sending you some free stuff before we get into this on uh, Team Normal. Are you on Team Normal? I don't. I don't know what Team Normal is. If if, okay, so, if you're the head of Team Normal, I think you might want to. Re- I'm sending it to you anyway. <laughs> so it's Team Normal versus Team Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you listen to uh, Governor Huckabee Sanders' speech, yeah. So I'm on Team Normal. I know that's been disputed. Yes, yes. Uh, but on BillOReilly.com, we got the hats and the shirts. We got bumper stickers. Okay. And if you want to be on Team Normal, all right. And I think you do, Beck. I, I would like a Team. Do you sell the Team Crazy? Uh, we no, we don't want to oh, promote shoot. the Team Crazy. Well, I, I you know, I thought we I could just wear it once in a while. As a dad around the house. You know what I mean? All right. Now, Seymour Hersh, who wrote this story on Substack about the pipeline is a loon. Okay. Lost his mind about, I don't know, 30 years ago, in my opinion, my humble opinion. It's a uh, subjective analysis of Mr. Hersh. He did good work in Vietnam. Yep. Um, But after that, it was just crazy time. Yeah. Uh, He he has come up with a lot of things. and n- not usually verifiable. No, never borne out. Yeah. So he loves, he loves this. Uh, the, knowing the Biden administration the way I do, I think it's almost impossible that Joe Biden would uh, order uh, a, a, an attack on the Nord Stream pipeline. He just doesn't have that kind of grit and that could start a world war with yeah. nukes. So I would say to Senator Lee, with the respect, I don't believe the story as it stands. Well, now. he said he in all fairness, that's what he said. Yeah, I don't believe it, but I can't dismiss it either. Well, I can't dismiss Martians from Venus. I mean, you know, well, they you would can be what this. are they? Tourists on Venus? Why would Martians I, you know, be you on Venus? Go this conspiracy route all day long, <laughs> but I'm a fact-based guy. Correct. And the only people really watching is you're never going to get any reporting out of Russia that's worth anything. Yes. So you can't believe anything. They Correct. Say. But the Swedes, Olaf and the Swedes, yeah, right? And right. and uh, that group over there, what, what are yeah. they? Yeah, they're watching it. Right. So, at this point, I think this isn't really, you know, something that America should be concerned about. Um, do you want to get into the State of the Union? Because uh, I have one thing that everybody missed, Beck. Uh, yeah, I do. But I want to take this this uh, conversation w- one step further. Sure. The problem with this story, Bill, is is we have been lied to so many times by our administration, by our media, that I find myself in a position to where 
I can't make a call on a few things like this. I'm like, I don't think we did that. But if we did do that, it'd be really horrible. But I don't think we could ever prove it because no one is a journalist anymore. Nobody yeah, but actually is. Even if you were a journalist, I am a journalist and I can scuba dive. <laughs> if you want to put me in a little bell. Right. I'll go oh, down. I'd love to put you in a little bell. I know you would. Yeah. Jack, you yeah. Jealous, right. jealous guy. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> All right. but it's impossible. You just can't get to that kind of a story. So do you, do you believe we'll ever find out who blew it up? Because no. somebody did. I, you know, look, I don't know whether that is a physiological fact that somebody did. You're, you're way under the water. You've got all kinds of combustibles going through the pipeline. Certainly it could have been. Uh, some kind of uh, malfunction. So I don't think I would go with sabotage 100% at this point. I think the Swedes and Elsa yeah. and, her Swedes, sister, you know, that, and her that, sister uh, were there. Yeah. Yeah. They, I so believe I they investigated. It was, it was sabotage. Okay. So tell me what we missed on the uh, State of the Union. Okay. And, and the guy in the Wall Street Journal just ripped off my analysis. Henninger is yeah. his name today. Uh-huh. So right after the the uh, State of the Union, I did instant analysis right. on radio and television. That's what I do for a living. And I said, look, did you not pick up the living wage comment? And you're an expert at this. At the end of it, he's going, everybody should be in a union because everybody should have a living wage and everybody should have health care, you know, the usual. A living wage, okay, is a Marxist tenet. Yes. That means the government sets everybody's salary. Nobody, no corporation or company is going to set a living wage. So I brought it to Cuomo last night. I do a hit with him on Wednesday on News Nation, which you should watch, just because you'll be entertained, Beck. All right. And I said to him, hey, did you catch this? And, of course, he said no. But then he started to do the, the little dance about, well, he meant minimum wage. I said, no, he no, didn't. He didn't. He didn't. There, we already have minimum wage laws. He meant living wage. So fast forward to this morning, I opened a Wall Street Journal, which is worth reading on its editorial page side. And there's Henninger going, oh, uh, Biden has come out of the closet as a socialist. And that's true. But here's the real tragic part. Biden doesn't even know what a living wage means. (laughs) He doesn't even know it's part of the Karl Marx program. He didn't write that speech. He went over it 15 times because, and he delivered it pretty well. You got to be honest. He had good energy. He didn't look befuddled. Um, Mm. He had good energy. I don't know what they that delivery to what he usually does stammers around with. That was light years better. But he didn't write any of it. And unlike Trump and Obama, they didn't write either. But they edited heavily, both of them. But I don't know whether Biden, but I doubt that he's sitting there with a Sharpie editing. I doubt it. He pretty much does what he's told to do by well, Susan Rice. The New York Times did a whole story on this and said he does edit. And he's looking for because they had several insiders of the White oh, House. Bill, insider. And they said that he edits and he marks it up where he needs to pause. And he looks for because he has a strong rule. No acronyms. 
and words that he thinks he might stutter, he takes those out. Uh, Jill Biden does not, not him. I'm, I'm listen. Whenever you see anonymous sources, New York Times, mm-hmm. forget it. No, forget it. No, I mean, yeah, they want to make them look good, so they. Oh, an insider told me. I I just can't even imagine him with his concentration span being 18 seconds. All right, sitting there with an hour and 12 minute speech going over it line by line. Now, what he does do is read the teleprompter, and he reads it, and he reads it, and he reads it. And they have built in, in the teleprompter, pause. Right. Stop. Right. Smile. Grimace. So, <laughs> grimace. <laughs> um, Bill, let me, uh, let me ask you. He ad-libbed a few things that apparently were not in the speech, and one of those was his angry, angry response about, who wants to be President Z in China? Nobody. And his he goes from like okay to screaming, flaming mad in an instant. That sounds like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I'm not going to analyze his emotional capabilities. I mean, you've all he taught called some reporter a dog pony soldier or something i mean it's just incoherent gibberish um and so i don't even bother with that what really really disturbs me and this is not in the forefront of the american people's mind they're calling him a liar and they're always oh, a liar he says he's that. he's delusional beck oh he, he lives in a world of delusion he thinks he's doing a good job with the economy. He believes that he is a deficit cost cutter. He believes this stuff, okay? And it's so far from reality, but we all know older people who you go in, and then there they are, and it's the same syndrome. And run for office again? This man is going downhill faster than Lindsey Vaughn. You think this is going to get better with him? No. no. I mean, no. I, I, uh, one, I'm one, just sitting there going, this country, if this man wins another four-year term, this country is going to be damaged beyond repair. We can repair it now. I have about 70 seconds. I have to ask you about the spat between Donald Trump and, and uh, Ron DeSantis. What, what is Trump doing? Stop with this. You know. I agree 100%. Um, I agree. It's, it's a terrible tactic he doesn't need. He doesn't. To. He doesn't. If he right. would, yeah, if he would just but it's, yeah, it's be president. It's all about discipline with him. Yeah, you know. know that. I know. I know. I know. It's emotion and discipline. He's going to have a tough time, you know, getting that nomination unless he changes course fairly quickly bill o'reilly from BillOReilly.com. make sure you watch his no spin zone every night on BillOReilly.com. uh he's also got uh, products and his latest book also available online at BillOReilly.com. bill thanks talk to you again All next right, week look for that gear man i want to see you wearing that hat yeah like you send me the books too yeah i'll look for it Judy uh, wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I have pain in my fingers and the other joints. It is not fun to play the piano or type on a computer when you're in pain. Thankfully, Relief Factor has brought joy back into my playing and other activities. 
been able to start making jewelry again even. Thank you, Relief Factor. Judy, Relief Factor says, I'm sure, thank you. Thank you for at least trying it. If you or someone you love is dealing with pain, please just try Relief Factor. It's not a drug, so it's not going to whack you up. It is uh, something that was developed by doctors. It has four key ingredients that work naturally with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. So just try it for three weeks. Yes, you have $20 to lose. But if it works, if you're part of the 70% that go on to order more month after month, it's working for you. Man, that's a that's a that's a good 20 bucks to uh, throw their way. Get out of pain. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenbeck program. Let me um, let me remind you that uh, at glenbeck.com today we have all of the research done for the AI revolution is here. That was the Wednesday night special last night. If you missed it, watch it on YouTube or you can watch it at Blaze TV. But it is uh, it is really uh, a good coming attraction and why uh, people would do this. Why would they take AI and uh, try to control everyone. It, it's it's um, it's one thing to say, you know, well, they're just evil. Yeah, okay. Is everybody evil? Is everybody? Is there anybody that has a better answer than that? Look at it. Uh, and all of the research now is uh, available to you for free at glenbeck.com. And it includes these amazing videos from China and what they're already doing to their people. And it is all lining up exactly with what um, uh, our government, our education uh, apparatus is pushing for. It is really common core um, in many ways, all the technology parts of it that Bill Gates was pushing for. It's all now in China. And when you see what they're doing, they're reading brainwaves, and watching the children's eyes and tracking their eyes and your decision on where you're going to work and what you're going to be and, you know, what you like, what you don't like. That's all decided for you by the time you get into first grade. Easily decided. And uh, it's 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 not a place I think any of us want to live. But you need to know about it because this is what's coming now in America and it won't if we are all educated and we know. But drip, drab, it just keeps coming down. Drip, 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 drip. And before you know it, you've got a bathtub full. And then it spills over. Well, we are, we are getting the drip, drip, drip now. Time to fix the pipe and decide, do we want all that water? Or should we fix the pipe? And uh, make sure this doesn't happen here in America. You can get all of those uh, links and all of the stories at glenbeck.com. Just sign up for my free email newsletter now at glenbeck.com. Coming up on blazetv.com, we've got a 
great futuristic uh, uh, podcast. I'll tell you about tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program.